Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A man who's uh, probably got more than a fair share of nickname stories is Paul Eiffel after years as a professional footballer. Morning, Paul. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Very good. Thank you. That's the story, mate. Eiffel, is that, is, is that as good as it got for you? <laughs> um, I had a few coaches call me different things. Um, <laughs> when, I was, when I was coming through, my first coach either called me Rifle or Trifle, depending on how I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, that's good. But my my favourite favourite nickname was a was a person I used to play against. He was a Barbados international. Well, he should have been a Barbados international actually. He never he never let, uh, had a call up. But his name was Fitz Hall, and his nickname was One Size. One Size Fitz Hall. Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> hey Paul, I got to say congratulations, mate. Uh, a new job for you, the head head coach of uh, the current New Zealand uh, champions uh, in in Wellington Olympic. Uh, congrats! And how long have you been having uh, those conversations before the announcement? Yeah, a, f- a few weeks. Um, we, we'd been talking once they knew that I was leaving Christchurch United, um, and then things moved moved quickly um, as the sort of season ended. It was it was not done, but it was done pretty quickly after that. Um, obviously. With the way they were going, um, it was it was quite interesting to be able to watch the end of the season um, and think that that could be my job moving forward. So I'm, I'm glad they got across the line. I think my thoughts were that I'd be coming in to try and get them across the line next year, you know, in the National League. But having done that, there's a little bit more pressure on now to sort of keep that standard up. Yeah, well, and of course you'll have the Oceania Champions League and potentially a Club World Cup as well, mate. What did you make of Auckland City uh, yesterday uh, pl- playing uh, against... Um, uh, the Saudi team with Benzema and Fabinho and Kante. I saw something like uh, the the entire uh, wage budget in New Zealand football for a squad in the National League is something like seventy eight hundred dollars because it's supposed to be amateur, right? And they're saying that Ingolo and Kante make that every nineteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think that shows you the, the disparity. Like, I, I thought they did really well. Um, it was always going to be a really tough ask. Um, I thought they were. They struggled a bit in the first half, but I thought certainly in the second half they played some good stuff, kept the ball. Um, we're unfortunate on a couple of occasions, but it shows where we're at at the moment. I think there's a long way to long way to go, but you know for those players, one experience, um, you know, amateur footballers from New Zealand to get to share a pitch with, you know, probably one of the greatest French players of all time um, in, in Benzema. So that's pretty cool. Very cool indeed, mate. Where do you think New Zealand football is at? I mean, you've been here long enough now that you kind of you're on the inside. But you, from when you arrived to where it is now, how do you rate the growth? Yeah, look, I think we're doing a decent job. Um, I think there's been a lot of growth actually in in the women's space, which is really cool. 
Um, I think in the men's space, it's gone well as well. I think if you look at, you know, the, some of the independent academies out there, like your Olays, I think you look at what they've produced. Um, those a lot of those players now are playing for New Zealand, which is, which is great. I think the Phoenix have done a good job over the last few years, and I think obviously with the with the new team coming in, I think that's only going to add to the competition. So I think you know, if you come back in five years, I think we've been in a really good space. So I think it's growing. I think we just need to accelerate that growth if we can. What about the expectations of this uh, new Auckland team that's yet to be named with a, a big-time owner coming in? Can you see some potential for, for big names potentially playing for the Auckland outfit with the, well, the money at their disposal? Yeah, I think so. I think if you look at somebody, you know, Bill Foley coming in, I, I don't think he's going to um, do things slowly. I think he's going to come in and try and be the premier team straight away. So I, I see him working behind the scenes at the moment, trying to trying to get people across the line. But I think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's one or two marquees that are of a level that we've not seen before, which is quite exciting. Yeah, it'd be very exciting, mate. Very exciting. I'll tell you what, at 32 and not being first choice at Forest, how much of a statement would it be to get Chris Wood over as a marquee? Yeah, I, I think he's probably a year or two away. I mean, look, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm sure they're having those conversations, but I would imagine Chris, at the level he's playing at, could he get another gig for one more year? Maybe, but you know, you talk, you are talking next year, so it, it could happen. That would be a massive statement, and I'm sure Chris has got a few friends that um, he could talk into coming over as well. Speaking of statements, the pool of death, Group F today. I know you're a Newcastle fan. They're taking on AC Milan. How do you see that playing out, mate? Oh, this is a head head versus heart one, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I uh, I can't. I just think with the injury problems we've got, I don't know if we can get a result. Yeah, you know, a draw might not not be enough. Um, we probably need to win it at home. Oh, I'd love I'd love them to get through. It'd be a massive massive statement. It's it's been a great season up to now, but the injuries are starting to take their toll. So yeah, look, fingers crossed. I'll certainly be watching and, and cheering the boys home if they can do it. It'd be great. Are you surprised that uh, given the PIF backless team that they haven't done more in the transfer market so far? Uh, yes and no. I think I think that was the case they were going to, but I think they're now looking at what Eddie Howe's done, and he's done it. I wouldn't I wouldn't say on a shoestring budget because that wouldn't be the case, but on um, probably less than they expected. They're going pretty well. I think they're going to see where this ends up first before they really go and splash the cash. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if it does fall apart over the next little while because of this. They'll go hard. Um, maybe in January or at the end of the season, sort of going into next next season. Whispers of Jose Mourinho. Yeah, I, I love Jose, but I think his his time is done. Um, I'd rather mm. them look to do something a bit like Brighton have done. I think Brighton forecasts really well, and when when they know that somebody is off to a bigger bigger and better job, uh, you know, i.e. Graham Potter. I know it didn't work out for him, but they already knew that Deserby was going to be the next guy. The Derby's come in and done a fantastic job. He'll be off probably in the next year or two to the, you know that next job. And but Brighton will have somebody that's, that's working in Scandinavia or somewhere else that they've already earmarked. And I think that's where Newcastle can be better. Yeah, good stuff, Paul. All right, mate. Hey, listen, thanks very much for coming on, and uh, congratulations once again on the yeah, new well gig. Done. Appreciate it, guys.